0: What's going on, y'all? It's your boy J H Gibbons here. And I'm Will C. And welcome to yet another episode of the Acromus Podcast, episode 37. 37. 37. I was like, lost count. Right? Run, yeah. 37 straight weeks of the Chromas Podcast. Is if this is your very first time watching the Acromus podcast on YouTube? I want you to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and hit that notification bell so that every single time the Acromus Podcast drops a new episode, you will be one of the first to see it. And most of all, it's free. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe yes, How we, are we giving this away for free? We
1: are in a country where at least something such as this greatness is free. That is so weird. please do all those things Jay said. Subscribe, guys. We need you to do that. Follow the content if you believe in what we're putting out there. You're part of that movement and resonate with healthy habits and building mm-hmm. it. And want to get some extra gems in your life, continue to check us out. Subscribe again. Amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Happy Sunday, brother. Happy Sunday to you too, sir. It's been a while. Oh, Ooh. oh, okay. We, died, we, died? we died? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're we do both. Do both for both people. There we go. All day. right. Nice we're in good. It. Now we do. That. Yeah, there we
0: go. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's it's been quite the week, man. You know, there's been there's been a lot going on, of course, um, with work and life, and life is always gonna be stressful, right? Mm. But I, I gotta say, man last week's episode understanding how to use those time management strategies it's weird cuz we say this every single week right mm-hmm. we always talk about the strategies we always talk about the gems that we put out there yeah. and we also use it in our own lives and we're able to take note and see okay maybe we can tweak this mm-hmm. we can you know mess with that a little bit but honestly this week all five of those things worked out i got to say i mean i had my list i started on monday with my list each and every, each and every day I was able to get through all the things I needed to, including Friday, which was clean out my inbox. And I think I had like 675 plus emails that needed to be filed somewhere. Not that they were new, but they just needed to be filed. And we were, I, I was able to get that done based on the time management strategies I put in place. So that really helped. I, you, I'm sure you were able to uh, implement those time strategies in your life. <laughs> yes. Well. Yes, I did.
1: Actually, yeah. Um, I, I did. I improvised what you mentioned last week as well about the time about, um, you know, breaking down the list and just use, utilizing that to get your tasks completed. So mm-hmm. that really helped me tremendously in the early part of the week. And things got a little hazy towards the end. But mm-hmm. um, just, you know, adjust, adapt, evolve. Um, That process, that method is what helped me get through that part of the week, transitioning Mm. to get to now. But each each thing that we talk on really comes to life. Like art imitates life, Mm. life imitates art. So it it feels that way. So this week was definitely... the epitome of that and I knew mm. you, you see my calendar you see I showed you what my calendar looks like as it's insane that so, was ridiculous <laughs> that's mean, my life I, I always
0: ask you how do you actually get things done if you're in meeting? <laughs> I just exist sometimes you just,
1: <laughs> and I find a way to live but uh I, I, I managed and it was a it was a um a trying week but you know okay. got through it with those tools it really did come into fruition and it was extremely helpful for me so we
0: hope it was helpful for you guys out there as well yeah yeah I mean look it's you know, sometimes I'm a, I'm a pretty low key dude, I'm a pretty chill guy. Um, but there are times at work where I just I have to, I have to shout, right, you got to scream, you got to get aggressive, you got to use your voice sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you know, this week, you know, my, my voice is just a little bit scratchy, which is, like, which is why I got some core hydration water here. Uh, because it is it is absolutely needed. Um, But look, I mean, besides besides me using my voice, and, you know, using my voice to be able to direct, to be able to um, push people in a specific direction. Yes, uh, we've been able to have a guest on our podcast this Sunday who also uses her voice uh, for a very different opportunity. Yes, it um, was use her voice to sing, and 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 I mean, I've I listened to a lot of what her and the moms have been doing. It's been mm-hmm. incredible. She is an incredible talent. Yes, um, she started touring very very young. Torn around the world, started singing around seven. Um, you know, she is a native Washingtonian, of course. Shout out to the DMV. DMV. But she is all the way in sweet now. Yeah. I tell you what a change <laughs> that is. I know it has to be one. Um, I know she has a single right now from the EP. Um, it was released a couple of weeks ago. It's called That's OK. Mm. Um, she's also now a vocalist in a group called The Mamas. And her her EP, rather, will be released soon with the group. But right now, we want to get a chance to chop it up and yeah. connect and build with none other than Miss Ash Haynes. Ash, how are yeah. we doing today?
2: And the crowd goes wild. Yeah. <laughs> <Going> wild.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Acromus podcast. It is a pleasure to have you on this Sunday.
2: I'm happy to be here. I'm so proud of you guys. I love what you're doing. So thank you for having me
0: absolutely absolutely ash and you know we always love to start off the podcast by learning more about how our guests started in what they're doing oh, now. yeah so ash how did you start in this in this era in this realm of singing and being a vocalist where did you start
2: of course i have a strong uh, gospel music church background my grandfather was a pastor of a church called Zion Hill. he passed away but that's where I started singing. Um, and of course, my mom always sang to me as a baby. So I guess it just came naturally. And <laughs> um, from then on. I mean, I started singing there and then um, I started touring when I was eight years old. I joined a choir called the Children's Gospel Choir of America. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, yeah. the first place we went, I think was Paris, France. And um I was telling Javal, but when I was auditioning for that choir, I went home and I told my mom, I'm going to go to Europe. I'm going to be in a choir that's going to tour Europe. And she did not believe me. She was like, girl, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. I ain't going to know Europe. How do you even know what Europe is? (laughs) But I made the choir. I started touring. We toured every year up until 9-11. And then everything kind of calmed down for me. Um, I went to... Duke Ellington School of the Arts. And I studied vocal music while I was there. Um, I stayed there up until 10th grade and I transferred to Edison. Friendship oh, Edison. Edison. That's what I know. Oh, that's right. the connection.
0: Mm-hmm. We were talking about it before. She's like, man, yeah. I swear I've known her somewhere, but where is it? That's the connection. <laughs>
2: like met, met, but I don't remember you in school. I'm sure you don't remember me. I was pretty like quiet and low, but um yeah. That's cool.
0: Whole world, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yep. Mm, wow.
2: And then, um, I just started working like regular jobs, like in the government, call centers, things like that. And um, I started also doing my own, having my own like solo career, as well as singing background for different artists in the DMV area and also. Um, some established artists, mainstream artists, like uh, Glenn Jones. You probably don't know who that is. He's a little before your time. Um,
3: <laughs> you
1: got me there. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I educate myself.
2: <laughs> and um, the Zach Brown Band and oh, um, Orlando Dixon, who is also a local native of Washington, D.C. And just different, different um, gigs here and there and also singing in the go-go realm, mm. D.C., you know you got to love you though you got to have your up,
1: you though you know, know you of know of course absolutely something
2: new <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and now i'm here in sweden still singing <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we love we love to hear it we love to hear it i i, I do i i did hear you mention um, at least initially that your your mom probably wasn't too much on board especially with you touring at such a young age but that didn't seem to deter you or stop you at all I, I want to know if you had any sort of emotional feeling when she wasn't necessarily behind you at that time, or maybe she was more afraid of what you were going to transition into because of the doubt that she may have had in her mind. Did that deter you at all?
2: I think um, I was so young. I was eight years old um, and I was always determined, like even as a young kid, like I was always going to do what I wanted to do. And the fact that my mom was like, girl, what you talking about? It didn't deter me at all. I was still going to audition. I was still going to, you know, I believed that I was going to get there. <laughs> and I didn't need my mom to be like, oh, yes, you're going to Europe. And it wasn't that she wasn't supportive. Because once she found out that it was real, she was like, oh, she, she knew what she was talking about. And she was, <laughs> you know, but I didn't. I've always had that, like, determination when I was, since I was a kid, like, been very independent and, mm-hmm. and very sure of myself.
0: Wow. Hmm. Wow. So how, I mean, we, you know, a lot of us are, we're all born with different talents. Sometimes we realize it later on in life or for some, they never realize it at all. Very true. But for you, you were able to realize it at such a young age and then to be able to understand how to use it and cultivate it and harness it. How, how did you end up understanding that you had this talent that somebody else or many other people didn't have?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I mean, of course, when I was little and I started singing, I always wanted to sing and I always wanted to be the center of attention and Um, things like that. But you know, as you grow up, the world starts to tell you, you aren't good enough or whatever. So I had that phase as well. I wasn't all, I mean, of course I started out and I was super confident. I think we all do as kids. We're all like, I can do this. But then the world got to me and I was kind of like, no, I'm not good enough. My voice isn't good enough. Um, And what got me through as i got older and and it was my relationship with god and knowing that i am who he says i am not what the world says i am and these these qualities or these gifts that i have aren't really for me they're actually for the world and for mm-hmm. for me to, to give back absolutely um, so yeah I think I answered your question. What was your question again?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was how how are you able to to really understand that your talent is something that you could use to to help others to change the world? How are you able to cultivate that? Because starting at such a young age singing, you know, it's like you know you have a voice, right? You know you're different. But then sometimes there's some people who may get off track, who may move away mm-hmm. from the talents that they have in order to do exactly what the world is you know trying to push you to do um but you decided hey i'm not that's not something i want to stick to i know Mm -hmm. i have something here that god has blessed me with Mm -hmm. how were you able to to understand that at such a young age and then use that to propel yourself to where you are now
2: i just had to learn to not lean on my own understanding of things because Mm -hmm. if it were up to me then i would have given up so many times Mm
3: -hmm.
2: but because i um I was diligent in my, my devotions and my prayers and everything. I think that really, really helped cultivate, you know, me knowing what I'm here to do, what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to say, yeah, it, it, it really had nothing to do with me, partly, but mostly to do with God and mm-hmm. in my relationship and my consistency in that.
1: That's dope. That's dope Ash. Uh, So, so to me, it sounds like, so, so your base, um, you know, um, as I like to focus on as mantras a lot and and affirmations, uh, your your base is your faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your faith has been consistent from, from childhood to adulthood um, and on your journey uh, within your career and just knowing who you are. Right. Um, So in knowing what your base is, what are the habits that you've um, built that are healthy for yourself now to keep it consistent because we all hit those moments where we aren't our best selves Absolutely. as we know. Right. Absolutely. Um, and sure. it's, I think it's important to, to, to to recognize what that looks like in those seasons as I, I call them seasons. Right. Mm-hmm. So in those moments where it, it requires a gut check and um, knowing that you have your base to fall on, it keeps you afloat, but what are some other methods that you utilize to kind of keep Ash going?
2: Um, I journal a lot.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I
2: have to literally write down um, what 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 makes you happy, what makes you feel good, what brings you peace. And um, that really helps me to, even when I go back and read those things, because like you said, we have those seasons. Of course I have my faith. Of course I have, you know, um, sound of mind, um, but we're human. And um, I do have those times where I, I haven't been maybe diligent in my devotionals because I do devotion every morning. Um, I know that when I don't, uh, I don't feel that God is near and I don't Mm -hmm. feel that the things are near. So, um, just that journaling, um, making sure that my thoughts are good because that also plays a really big part, um. I'm human, so they ain't always good. <laughs> yeah. Always, you know, sometimes I get off track and I'm really down on myself and not really feeling my best. But at the end of the day, I know that you said something outside of faith, but ultimately that's it for me. Um, that's what gets me through, honestly. Well, those are do I good. think anything else could. Journaling, um, you know, and doing things that I love. And, and realizing that you know life is isn't um it isn't problematic not not if you don't make it problematic and you deserve yeah. to be to live in ease you know to live in with peace so that. Mm. You know, i have i have those realizations and then i snap out of it like okay back <laughs> we're back <laughs>
1: that's
0: good that's good be the peace you seek yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, what's funny, um, whenever we do talk about habits, mm-hmm. I always I always, for whatever reason, go back to like brushing your teeth. Right. Every single morning we brush our teeth and we we, we do without even thinking about it. It's like I right, go in the bathroom, brush my teeth, get get the Listerine going, all that stuff. Now, imagine that one day that one day you got rush out. You got a meeting at work that you're late for because mm-hmm. your alarm clock didn't go off yeah. and you forgot to brush your teeth. Your whole day is wrecked. just because of that. The work may not get done. You're in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. Your mouth feels bad. Like it's crazy, the power of habits. And I understand fully the power of journaling to be able to write all the things down, to be able to really understand yourself because sometimes, you know, just sitting there and thinking is not enough, Mm -hmm. getting it down on paper, making it written, making it known, making it real. Allows yourself to understand who you are and what your purpose is. So, uh, journaling is is something that I I think is a really, really great habit to have.
2: And I wasn't always like that. I didn't always think that I needed to journal until the first time I did. (laughs) And it was like, (laughs) breakthrough for me. And it wasn't even like, um, okay, tomorrow I'm going to journal. No, it was Mm -hmm. like accidental, accidentally. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, pissed off and i can't tell this person how i feel so i'm gonna write it down <laughs> and mm, from mm. that just kept uh evolving into you know not really feelings of other people but about me yeah. and what i want out of life so
1: that's right. deep yeah. that's deep yeah yeah Journaling, same here mm. I, I do it occasionally when i when i got into it was when i wasn't really i done done it when i was younger sure right. when i wasn't my best self mm. and i was going through what i was dealing with yeah. uh it was a big part of uh truthful with myself and i mm-hmm. and i approach it from a perspective of like okay what i put i won't think i put those emotions and i just speak to myself so mm-hmm. i would address it to hey you right and i would uh... just have these conversations with myself about what i felt uh like like you asked with maybe different people or uh, and then i then with time i realized it was more about me not them and mm-hmm. i was like oh okay mm-hmm. all right yeah you got some work to do buddy <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: nothing better than that realization, man, that yeah. you're like, oh, okay, this is all right. This is where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and you did mention, you know, it wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you got there accidentally. So that must mean that there had to be challenges that you had to overcome prior to getting to that point of understanding mm-hmm. exactly what your purpose was and where you were going. Do you mind sharing some of the challenges that you've had to well, overcome on your journey?
2: I mean, I'm a big woman and I've been a plus size person all my life. So that's always been something that's like weighed on me and made me feel less Mm. than, or I have those seasons of feeling less than I've had those. And then growing up, you know, again, you have the world and you have um, people who tell you, you aren't good enough or you can't do it. Or even yourself, like Mm. for me, it was me uh, believing those people that told me that I was average at best and um uh functioning as that functioning as you know I'm average I'll get by
0: Mm. you know
2: um just really not believing in myself and it all stemmed from me being overweight Mm.
3: um
2: so I think I don't think journaling started that I think it was Uh, me realizing that no matter my struggle with um, nutrition uh, I am still boss you know I Mm -hmm. still have I'm required to love myself Mm -hmm. you know I'm here for that reason I didn't God did not give us free will for us not to use it and then that free will I need to love myself Mm -hmm. I'm here for a reason like why not even Mm -hmm. in my struggles even in the things that you know aren't my strong suit (laughs) (laughs) i still have to go on i still have to live i still have to love myself because i want to show the world love i want to love other people i want to love my family Mm -hmm. you know so um yeah those are that's one of my (laughs) struggles is um, still to this day, I still struggle with nutrition and like trying to make the best choices for myself. I'm not like everybody else. It doesn't work for me like how it works for other people. Um, I made a trip home recently, um, June, July. And I have not told anybody this um, just because at first I was very ashamed, but I was diagnosed with diabetes when I was home. And that really like kind of shook me, like, even though I wasn't like crazy out here, just eating whatever, um, I don't think that I was diligent in my moving movement, like just walking, you know? Um, So it really shook me and it was like, okay, now this is, this is your wake up call. And what are you going to do to make the changes in your life so that you can, you can live And you can maximize on what life has to offer. So it's been, it's still, I still have those down times where I'm not feeling a hundred percent, but at the end of the day, the end all be all is that um, I love myself and Mm -hmm. I have to do this. I have to do this for myself. So yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah. Prayer, of course, journaling, of course. And also talking to people. Having a therapist, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm always, I've always been very private and very like, um, when I uh, face adversity, I tend to internalize and, um, just be, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but, um, isolate, Mm -hmm. isolate. Um, but, um, coming out of that and realizing that it's okay to, you know, be free and talk to people and tell them your truth. And it really is a release. Like it's, it's super, like, I don't know. um, You start to get to know a side of yourself that you never knew existed. I always thought that would be private and like, you know, not just isolate in everything, but it's really freeing to get to know this side of me and Mm -hmm. let people in. So it's therapeutic, really gets, it's getting me through.
0: That's awesome. That's That's absolutely beautiful. I mean, there, there is something different about self-love, man. You you recognize it? (laughs) It Yes. Yes. It It is something so powerful and, and having a community of people, friends, Mm -hmm. family, whomever who can surround you and show you that love, show you that you are worth it, even though you're showing yourself that as well it is also so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure with the mamas, I know that yeah. that is a group that that shows that power and that shows that community. And you, even before we, we went live on the podcast, you said, you know, regardless of what happens, we know that we're in this for the long haul. We know that we're gonna stick together. Mm-hmm. So I, I kinda wanna, I wanna understand exactly how the mamas came about. Yeah. Um, how, how did you guys start? Where did you meet? And, and how did you get to where you are now with the mamas?
2: Okay, so um, I was telling you off, off of this that um, before I got the call to come here to sing background for someone, my prayer had been, God, if singing in the DMV is it for me, then you can take it away. I don't want to do music anymore. Not two weeks later, I got the call to come and sing background for John Mumbick. John Lombeck is a, a pop-ish, I think, mainstream pop artist in Sweden. And he was competing in a competition that they have here called Melody Festival. And I was just coming to sing background for him. That was it. I got the call on a Tuesday. I was working my regular job. Um, I got the call. They asked me to send some you know, music, photos and everything. I did, they called me right back and was like, can you fly out tomorrow? (laughs) And I was like, oh, I have to ask my job. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have my passport renewed. So I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna be able to do this? So I asked them, can you give me until Friday? They were like, yeah, we can give it to you Friday, but once you get here, it's, you're working. It's no like downtown. So I was like, fine, that's, I don't care about that. That's fine um so that day I went I got my passport renewed I asked for a leave of absence at work they said fine I came I met the girls it was it was just like you know how you meet people and you're just like I like you the cool. one that I met was Lulu she's um I don't know uh, she's the shorter one She's okay. taller than me, but shorter than the other one. And she, um, me, and her just hit it off. And then the the uh, there was four mamas at first. That and the fourth one is the one that called me to get me the gig. Mm.
3: Um,
2: but we just met. We 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 clicked. The guy that we were singing for, amazing guy. Um, the music was just the way that we sounded together was just like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Really good. So that was that. We did the competition. Um, once we did the competition, he uh, got through to the finals. The finals weren't until like three weeks later. So I, I came home and um, I wanted to take off of work again. And I went to them. I asked my supervisor if I could take another leave of absence. It'll probably just be for like a week. Um, but If he wins, then we're going to be going to another competition called Eurovision. This is the biggest competition ever in Europe, like biggest song competition in Europe. It's called Eurovision. And um, if he wins Melody Festival, and then we'll go to Israel is where it was going to be.
3: Wow. Wow.
2: And I don't know if you guys are open to that. I would love to come back. Cause I was doing really good at that job. Like I was moving up and I was really a good part of the team. They loved me. Um, they told me no. <laughs> <laughs> and so since they told me no, I quit that same day. Mm. But before I quit, I was so apprehensive. Like I was so like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to be away from my family. I'm not going to have this um, uh, financial backing. Like I was good financially. I had everything, all my ducks in a row. So I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but I did. I quit. And then we went to Mellow, the finals, we won. So then we got to go to Eurovision in Israel. Mm. And while we were in Israel, um, oh man, like the label, his, his, know his management asked if we would want to be a group and the three of us were like hell yeah like <laughs> yeah why not like we love singing together why not but you know people talk and they ask questions that you don't really sometimes you question it like they're not serious but they were dead ass serious <laughs> 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 Yeah, after Eurovision, we didn't win. We came in, I think it was fifth or seventh place. But um, after that, we went on tour with him. It was a European, um, Scandinavian type of tour Mm -hmm. that we did with him. And then the rest is history. I mean, we got together, we started doing corporate gigs here and there. Um, We had a Christmas concert. It was spectacular. And then we entered the same competition on our own. Wow. Um, so we entered the competition as the mamas. It was huge. It was amazing. We won. What? We were scheduled to go to Rotterdam. However, <laughs> corona hit. Oh. Vision was canceled. <laughs>
1: Gosh, (laughs) COVID shot. Oh my
2: gosh! Once we realized that it was canceled, I think it took us all like a week. We were like, of course, I was. We were all just so emotional, crying, like couldn't believe that we got so close and it was just taken away from us by something nobody can really control. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think that also helped me to get my mind over it. Like. It is what it is. And then since we had just gotten together, if we would have gone to Eurovision that year and won, we would have had no material to tour with because we just got together. (laughs) So um, yeah, yeah, that's that. We did it again, 2021, we came in third place. And um, now we are working on music, releasing music. And that's that, We're, we're really excited working. Uh, the contract, like I said, it does end in 2022, but um, we have every intention of like continuing this because we've been able to do what we love to do and also spread love and 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 just hope for people. Mm-hmm. Like we're so different we we are different from each other, but we're different from what you see in pop 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 culture. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's like representation is everything. And I think mm-hmm. um the world needs it. So we we have every intention of staying together and, and doing what we do. So yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, <laughs> to to be able to to take that risk once again, right? To be able to say, okay, I'm working, got a job, but man, this is this is my calling. This is where I need to go. I'm going to see you later job. I, 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 I know exactly where I need to be right. And then to get into that competition, to then join with the mamas and re-enter that competition and get even higher than before that shows determination. As you said, you've had it since you were seven. So it's something that you knew that you were going to continue to push and push and push and build these habits along the way to get you to where you are today, which is a successful vocalist in a group. That is absolutely amazing. I mean, yeah. On the, on the promise podcast each and every week, I mean, to be able to allow our community to see this success, mm-hmm. um, it's very motivational. It's inspirational, most of all. Yeah. And, and because it is someone who is still growing, who is still owning, honing their own craft, who is still developing, it, it, it allows our community to say, man, I, I can do that that could also be me. Very true. What is stopping me from joining that journey now? What is stopping me from taking those risks? She took a risk. Mm-hmm. She was able to develop that and get her dreams to where they need to be. What's stopping me? So Ooh. I love that story that you told, the story of inspiration, of, of determination, of taking calculated risks, and then success at the end of it, it's, it's, that is the story that we love to tell.
1: Right. Very true. So Ash, I would, I would just ask from your perspective,
3: then like if you,
1: if you can give any advice to anyone out there from your experiences uh, what would you say to someone, what would you say to someone who's looking to take that step or uh, beginning the step of self-love that process and, you know, just believing in in their own abilities, uh, whatever that may be in life, what would you, what advice would you give them?
2: Um, of course the cliche like believing yourself but like um really really take it one day at a time and um don't beat yourself up for setting goals and and possibly not reaching them because every day is a new beginning yeah. like uh yeah and just go for it like live your best life, whatever that is for you. Like, um, cliche stuff like love yourself, but really like um, figure out who you are, figure out who you are and what you're here to do. And I say, go about that by um, affirmations in the morning, talking to God, praying um, and being diligent in that. Because it really, really, really changes your life. It really helps. Um, and you'll start you'll you'll start to feel that God is is right there with you. It, it, yeah. So yeah, just live your best life. Um, I love you. This is what I would tell people.
1: <laughs> uh, that's dope. That's dope. Yes.
2: If I could do it, you could do it. Um just just go for it and and take a leap. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's, that's awesome! You only have your now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, tomorrow's promised to nobody. Oh yeah,
2: so. the
1: seconds of the next is the unknown. Yeah, exactly. Don't, know. exactly. Yeah, don't
2: wait until. Don't wait until you feel like you gotta be a hundred percent. Well, you got to be the best at something to start. That's, Ooh, that's, that's
0: good. We were, hey, we were talking about that earlier on, Ash. When we, uh, look, when we started the Acromas podcast, it was sitting in the dark. No light, no no microphone, no audience, nothing. <laughs> right? Started from scratch. You're like, yo, we just got to start. Let's just keep going. Then we yeah. reached the date or episode 10. We're like, oh, all right, we're still doing this. Episode yeah. 20. Okay, here we are. And here we are at episode 37 with mm-hmm. Ash. And it's like, mm-hmm. we are we are continuing to all grow. And it's always so beautiful to see it.
1: Oh, yeah. gross mm-hmm. people, you know? Yeah. you know, from the beginning exactly. to what we were doing. Even before this, before we started the podcast, we, yeah. we were knee deep into ventures and just kind of this part of what we were doing and just preparation yeah. and uh, not recognizing that inner growth that was going to happen from it is something personally I didn't realize was going to be a part of this journey mm-hmm. and meeting so many people because of it and yeah. having folks that DM me and, and having conversations to be able to help people from my personal journey mm-hmm. and just taking that leap and just putting me out there and being a private person and using that as a form of artistry to help in my healing process Mm -hmm. and recognizing you can make a difference because you matter because we're all here.
2: And for me, Will, and I messaged you a while back. told you like, it's super inspiring what you've Mm -hmm. been doing and Mm -hmm. what you've been sharing with us. So I'm so grateful. And then both of you with this podcast, I mean, the moms are trying to do a podcast too. So I'm trying to,
0: (laughs)
1: Bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, no, let's we, yeah, let's do it yes, hey, we, yes, we'll be you there you. you got our support absolutely yeah you guys
2: are inspiring and I hope that you continue to do this I mean I'm pretty sure this is a stepping stone to even greater so
0: thank you yes. Yes. thank you thank you so much thank you so much <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> I mean you know we we love to grow as a community. Yeah. Um, we love to grow with your community as well, yes. you know, internationally, even in, in this point since you're yeah. coming to us all the way from Sweden, uh, which we we appreciate and we thank you for doing so. Um, you know, I think I think that's the that's the one aspect with this podcast. As you said, it's, it's growth um, as people, as a as a as an entity itself as well. Mm. Um, and we couldn't do it without people like you as well so absolutely we you know we, we want to thank you for for joining this podcast and being wow. able to share your story uh, with our audience and, and and again you know I hope our communities also co-mingle and we continue to grow each each other as well as we continue to go so um man I, I mean you know it's been it's been a journey to get to this point point. Um, and you know, we also in uh, this episode talked about some of the stressful situations that we've all had to encounter in our Mm. lives, Um, Mm. you know, with, with Ash moving and, you know, being in Sweden, leaving the job, you know, really going forward, entering these competitions, getting out of that comfort zone. I know there had to be a lot of stress there and, you know, I'm sure with our audience and your audience as well, Ash, um, there are a lot of people out there who are trying to figure out exactly how they can lower their stress levels, right? Mm-hmm. How, what, what sort of effective strategies can they implement in their lives to lower uh, their stress? So yes, on episode 38 of the Acromas podcast, we will be discussing five effective ways to lower your stress. Um, and Ash, of course, you're more than welcome to, to watch that episode as well. And, uh, you know, and allow that to spread and blossom through your community as well as ours so that we can both continue to grow we can both continue to follow our dreams and reach our destiny which is all what we're here to fulfill yeah yes yes absolutely healthy habits
1: along the way
0: yeah and after
1: management from the week prior to to now yeah and just feeling more motivated and uh, just feeling good and consistent in what's next to come and Mm -hmm. Uh, thank you so much for sharing.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: couldn't wait. Honestly, could not wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super excited about it.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so I feel inspired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel inspired. Absolutely. No, I mean, I was I'm not going to lie. I was I was getting a little choked up there when she was talking about her story and, mm-hmm. and the success that she found with taking that leap. Because it's, it's a beautiful it. feeling. They're so there. There's so many people out there that are so afraid to take that leap, Very but true. for you to be able to do so, for you to be able to jump up and understand that this is where I belong. This is what I need to do. I have the strength of God behind me. Mm-hmm. I have the strength of community behind me and nothing's going to stop me. And look at you now, you know,
2: in, in fear. Cause yes.
0: you're fear. Yep.
2: Yep. In fear, just, go. Someday,
0: just go, just go, yes. just go. Yes. That's absolutely. Infectious. That's right beautiful. There. Yes. Well, Ash, I know you have a busy schedule. I know as a a vocalist, you're out there practicing singing constantly. So we want to thank you once again for joining episode 37 of the Acromas podcast. And we want to thank everyone out there for joining us this Sunday and watching this episode with Ash, with J.H. Gibbons, and with Wilsie.
2: Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) yes yeah, <laughs> of course of absolutely course. and we
0: have to have you back yeah we, yeah we so i'm gonna to say that yeah we want to see more and we <laughs> want to be able to connect with you and the moms. i think i think yes. that would be an amazing episode to have
2: definitely um email me because we can all do this the yeah. Moms, yeah girls we can we can do this why not
0: absolutely oh, yeah. and absolutely and look where where can <laughs> our community find you yeah
2: yeah definitely please email me when you're ready for all of us and yep. i we can make it happen. It ain't nothing. So yeah,
0: absolutely. And nothing. where where can our community find you?
2: Oh, you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> first, you can follow the mamas. That's the mamas dot se, and you can follow me. My personal page is ash underscore That's h a y n e s.
0: Awesome. All right, all awesome. Right. And and we'll be sure to put that in our in our copy as well. Once yeah. we send this out to our followers and our community, we'll tag you in it as well. And I'll uh, we'll be sure to do a ton more of these in the very near future.
1: Yeah, other subjects we are
0: looking to get your yes. perspective on
1: it as well. So, yes. so hope you be interested in that. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm about to be in your podcast every episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You'll be a staple here. Yeah. Me. No, this was this was awesome. This was dope. And we appreciate you taking out the time. I know we are yeah. hours behind you right now, but again, we are thankful for you coming on, ladies and gentlemen. Ash Haynes, thank you. Oh celebrating you, thank you constantly, and we thank you for being on. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, J.H. Givens. We'll see. Peace. Peace.